0: Engage is the luxury wedding community to be a part of and Katie and I are going to give you the behind the scenes of our personal experiences over the past nine years attending. We have been to 25 of them since December of 2013, including the new retreat program. In this episode, we're going to share why the investment is worth every last penny, how to decide if engage is right for you, top tips on networking, attire, and maintaining your energy and also our favorite moments over the years. Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who wanna grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. Katie Taylor-Jacobson, welcome back to the Own Your Business podcast.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: Today's episode is about Engage and engages on our mind because you and I are packing our bags in a couple of days and getting ready to go to New Orleans to speak at my 15th and your,
1: oh gosh, 10th, I think.
0: I think 10th engage. It's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. It'll be my first time speaking on a stage next to you.
0: Uh, it'll be my first time speaking on a stage next to you too. Because that's kind of how that whole thing works. If it's your first time, it's my first time (laughs) too. (laughs) And and, while it will be my fourth time speaking at Engage, it's my first time speaking to a live audience in over two years. Mind-blowing. It is. It is. I've done a lot of virtual training, but I have not done a ton of in-person training.
1: Well, you certainly have, but not lately.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not lately.
1: Yeah, we Zoom constantly, but this will be the first time in, like you said, over two years that you're in front of people teaching, which is... I know.
0: And it's a big one. There's over 500 people expected at this one.
1: So crazy. Thanks for making me even more nervous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things that we hear from our clients is, should I go to engage? Is it... Yes. Yes. Is it worth it? Yes. Should I be nervous about it? Are the outfits really that big of a thing? How can I make the most of the networking? Is the education helpful? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I get asked all the time, especially through my one-on-one coaching clients. So rather than keep all the information secret, because I love to talk about Engage, is to do a whole episode about it.
1: I know, I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, so Katie and I are gonna go through and have a little conversation. We hope that you get something from it. We know you will. We're gonna focus on three things, our favorite memories, because that's really what Engage ends up being. When you look back on it, it's a bunch of memories. And we wanna share some of the highlights of, of our personal memories because it will give you a little flavor, I think, of what it's like to be at Engage. And then we also wanna talk about the biggest takeaways that we've had. That we have been able to apply to our business. And then, third, we want to offer some tips, some top tips that you can keep in mind if you are attending Engage or if you're thinking about going so that you can prep. So, Katie, why don't you start off with your favorite memory from Engage?
1: Well, I think everyone thinks I'm going to say when I locked eyes with you on the beach.
0: Isn't that your favorite memory?
1: I, it is. I mean, it's, it's, Well, gosh, I mean, mean, there's so many. I mean,
0: come on. It'd be super (laughs) awkward if everybody was listening to this and it wasn't your favorite memory. Well,
1: it's interesting because I just realized there's one that's not on my list that probably should be there. So Sam and I met at an engage and we got engaged at an engage. Mm. So those should probably be on my top memories and they are, but they're obvious. So I'm going to move on to something a little less obvious. So my very first engage was at the Grand Caymans. And
0: and this is back in 2014.
1: 2014. And I don't know if the like what you wear was like a thing back then. It's definitely a thing now, but back then I don't remember there being like you know style guides or Pinterest boards or anything for fashion. So the gala comes and I've just brought a dress from my closet. And um my favorite mem- first favorite memory to share is I went to visit a good friend of mine, Nardos. Who is an incredible dress designer, gown designer. And she said, Come to my room and let's get ready together for the gala. So I walked into her room and I showed her the dress I had brought. And of course, I was embarrassed because it was like nothing compared to the stunning gowns that she makes. And she said, Well, darling, why don't you consider wearing this? And she pulls out of her closet. The dress. And if you guys know, like, you should go look at our Instagram. There is a photo of this hand painted floral dress that I got to wear at Engage. And that was the story is that, like, I had no plans to wear it. She literally comes, turns around, and I like vividly remember the sound of the fabric as it like swooshed as she, like, you can't see me, but I'm like shaking my hands as she was like, what about this? And it was like, voila. And it was all of a sudden, all of the, our friends who had also come to the room were like my little fairy godmothers, and it was like bippity boppity boop. They did my hair, they did my makeup, they slipped the dress on me, and they were sending me off to go and see my prince charming. You, so
0: <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know about the the not having a dress. I always thought it was planned that you had talked to Nardos before you came to seriously engage. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I had this dress that like I again I didn't know that the fashion thing was a big deal, and so. I just grabbed like a random dress that I would wear to like work a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out that that was not okay. <laughs> well, the
0: dress that you wore was stunning. Yeah. And I have never since heard so many people comment on a single dress or suit at the Gage Gala.
1: Yes. If you guys do not know Nardos, you need to go and look her up. Her work is absolutely stunning. She's based in Dallas, Texas. She also has a storefront now in New York City. Oh, yeah. And um, she's major and amazing and a good friend, and we love her very much.
0: Well, as cheesy as it sounds, one of my top three memories when I was going through and thinking about all the 15 engages, 14 engages that I've been to, 15 upcoming, I got to say still, and I know it's kind of corny, meeting you was really my number one memory. And you know my my story of it. I'll only give you the the PG details, dear listener. <laughs> I
1: guess there's only PG details to be clear.
0: <laughs> my my favorite memory of it was the moment when I completely forgot about everything else going on in the world. And at the time, I I was having a, a real tough go of life. Year thirty six was not a good one for Sam Jacobson, and that's what I was in. At the end of it when I was at engage in in Grand Cayman my mom had just died a couple of months before I was uh, going through a divorce and had been trying to figure out how to navigate that plus being a single dad at the time and I was leaving my job that I had been at for 13 years and in fact I was there because my my boss the GM at the resort I worked at literally said 5 days before engage he goes why don't you go to that fancy wedding conference and see if you can find a job with somebody else and i called Catherine Rebecca and asked them if i could attend and they said you yeah, you won't get in the book but you can you can show up and and attend the conference and i thought great i'll do it and it was a whirlwind to get everything ready to go and i i showed up and the first time i remember getting my feet underneath me i was at the beach on the second day that i was there and there were like thirty or forty people that were all hanging out together that had met the night before, and Katie was one of them. And one of our mutual friends, John Kane Sargent, had asked, "Hey, does anybody want to go to lunch?" And I looked up and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go." John. He was only one. He was one of the only people that I really knew at that time. And there ended up just being four of us. It was me and Katie and John and Emily Clark, uh, who was Katie's friend and roommate at the conference. And I'm telling you all, within three minutes. I was not in a four-way conversation. It was just me and Katie. I had literally turned my chair and (laughs) decided to focus my entire concentration on her. And the rest is history.
1: So funny little story about that is that as we we got up from the lunch, we had to go and get ready for registration and the opening session. And Emily Clark was walking with me and she's like, I just met your husband. (laughs) (laughs) She called
0: it from the beginning. Very
1: beginning. Yeah. We
0: we knew it right away. Yeah. We knew it right away. All right. What's your number two favorite memory?
1: Well, I'm glad we brought up Emily Clark because it involves her. So, Mm. Emily Clark is an incredible event designer and floral designer out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I spent 21 years of my career in Dallas selling to. Couples directly, so I have quite a few vendor frienders um, in the Dallas community, and Emily's one of them. So, at the first Baja Mar um, engage, Emily did the gala. She was the designer for the gala, and I think that's probably my second most favorite memory. Was getting I'm like emotional talking about it. Like, uh, hold on. <clears throat> was getting to go and celebrate my friend. Creating just an absolutely beautiful engage, and getting to celebrate her, um, and getting to witness her in her in her place of bliss, you know, seeing her work come together, seeing her celebrated for what she does best, was pretty rewarding. So, that's my second.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I love it because looking back on the people that we kind of came up with.
1: There, yeah, there's a exactly. whole there's,
0: Right, there's a whole co- co- cohort of us.
1: Yeah, it was like a full circle moment, you know, like having been her roommate at the first engage I had gone to, and I think it was her first or second, and then seeing just a few short years later how she had just skyrocketed. I mean, literally, she just rocketed in her career, and um, and you know, and what was really cool about that particular engage too was that she had. A lot of her friends, like the other people that she had met at Engage, helped her produce that event. It was
0: like a joint of, uh, approach to producing the event. Yeah. I mean, everybody had their of, own little area and thing that they were focused on. I remember that. It was yeah. Great. But
1: like the production side of things were like her friends in the industry, not from Dallas, Texas, but from across the United States who came in to help produce the event. And it was just so cool to see I mean, it was a true engaged moment of like of a because of engage, um, you know, in it all coming together. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Sorry I got so emotional, but I love my friends. So,
0: Here's a fun fact about Katie and Emily, for those of you who might be interested. Katie and Emily were in the same hospital <laughs> on forgot. the same day giving birth to their first children yeah. one floor apart. How wild is that? And they didn't know it at the time. Right? No,
1: no. We found out years later when our kids met for the first time and they realized they had the same birthday and then they exchanged that They were at the same hospital and then we were like, did we have the same doctor? That would be really strange. But anyways, yeah. pretty.
0: All cool. right. So here's my, here's my, my second favorite memory. And this is kind of a short one. It's a little embarrassing one because sometimes these are the best lessons in life to keep in mind as we move forward. I was going to my first Engage and I was representing the resort that I was working at. And I I had no idea what to expect. I had heard great things about Engage, but wasn't really uh, in the know on how to prepare for it. So they had sent over a request for a profile photo. And I was like, great, I'll send over a profile photo, but I don't want it to be all about me because I was worried about the resort feeling like I was making it all about me. And so I sent over a picture of the resort instead. Now, the resort photo that I sent over because we worked on a waterfront destination was a picture of the gardens with the marina and the boats in the background. And so when I got to Scottsdale and I got the attendee book at registration, I opened up, of course, to see how everything looked with my profile. And Everybody had a headshot, but I had the photo of the boats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But actually, that's brilliant.
0: Well, yeah. So I was like, okay, how can I turn this to my advantage? How can I turn this to my advantage? So I was like, I'm going to be known as the guy who didn't have a headshot, but instead had the picture of the boats. So when I went and introduced myself to people, because I literally knew zero human beings who were at the conference, then I just showed up by myself, and I, I said, you know i'm the guy with the profile photo of boats and they were like oh i was wondering who that idiot was <laughs> nice to meet you and and for that engage that's that that was kind of my bit and it worked and i ended up meeting a lot of new friends
1: listen there are you can't go into engage like you can't know everything you know what i mean like you kind of have to like feel your way around but the cool thing is is the community is really warm and welcoming and you know, even then, like you said, people sort of like chuckled and they were like, put a big star by your, by your boat picture.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Either that or like exclamation marks. (laughs) Or a
1: big like down arrow, thumbs down. No,
0: just kidding. All right. What's your, what's your third and final favorite memory that Uh, you wanted to share? Gosh,
1: I mean, there's so many, but I think my third favorite memory was, actually from a an engage that not a ton of people attended uh it was at the uh, in orlando actually and um it was at four seasons which it was the first four seasons it was i think has ever been hosted at until new orleans mm-hmm. and um and so that made it special but it was the fact that you know, as event professionals, you know, we celebrate other people all day long, right? We we plan and produce and put together parties for other people. And um, Catherine and Rebecca always find ways of creating these incredible entertainment opportunities to wow us as as uh you know community members. And so they had us go into Walt Disney World and we got to actually run around the park with our friends in the wedding industry. And um, you know, I just remember standing with Dane Sanders, who was one of the speakers, and Paige Chenault, who is a good friend of mine, and standing there watching the fireworks display, and just thinking, like, pinching myself, like, what a cool moment to be in this place with these people, feeling celebrated. It was, um, it was a really cool moment. I don't know if there was like a big learning opportunity from it or anything. But, but,
0: yeah, but, but, in, but, engage is really about the experience. Yeah, it's about those those moments, unexpected moments, and the, the ways that we find joy in the experience rather than just the education or just the event. And that's a good reminder, I think, for people who are attending events by wedding professionals, that we have to remember not to design just the decor, but also the experiences yeah. and allow for people to have those moments. They're not always the scripted ones.
1: And I think that's what Engage does really well. And Catherine and Rebecca have brought to the table is it's not just going to another conference where you're sitting and learning constantly. They do have all of these kind of in between, you know, moments for connection. And it's often the times that um, you are at some of those, you are experiencing the the location of where you are, that you form those kind of really powerful connections.
0: Yeah. 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 All right, my my favorite memory from 2016 breakers, this was summer of 2016, was hanging out in the pool on whatever day two after or day three afternoon was before the gala. And I was in the pool having, I think Miami Vices was kind of the the drink of the, <laughs> of the, of the conference.
1: So that's the same thing as a lava flow. It's like the strawberry daiquiri I think so. and the pina colada. I think, colada. So. I think, Ooh, it's, so I think it's kind of
0: the same thing. I know, so good. And so they each good. have like 4,000 <laughs> calories. I know. Anyways, I was in there uh, hanging out in the pool. And I remember having conversations with a lot of people that I had met over the course of the you know several engages that I had been at, and they were asking me questions about what to do with their business. Now, at the time, I was the director of operations for Todd Events, and I was not you know I, I was not really sure what I wanted to do after the couple years that I had decided I was going to give to that particular company. And as I was in the pool, all of a sudden, I had this light bulb moment as I was giving business advice to four or five different people in the pool at the same time that I could do this professionally. I felt at that moment for the first time that I could do consulting and coaching work. And after that, it was, how can I figure out a way to make this my career? And, and the next six months, I, I worked on a transition. And eventually in December of, of 2016, I, I moved off on my own and started doing the coaching and consulting and ID Action was, was born. And I can pinpoint it to that exact moment in that pool at that conference when it happened.
1: It was cool. I remember being there and witnessing it all go down. I mean, watching it from twenty feet away and and just seeing that transition in you was really cool.
0: Yeah, it it, it lit me up. It mm-hmm. lit it me did. up. All right. So these are some of our favorite memories. I'm curious, Katie. Tell me, what are some of your biggest takeaways that you've had, and 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 also you know, some of the things that you found that are important for our clients, people who who are listening to this could pick up on and apply to their decision whether or not they want to go to engage. Mm.
1: Well, I would say one of my biggest takeaways was something that I learned by attending engage, if that makes sense. But then I was able to bring it home and apply it to my business. Which is set the importance of setting boundaries. So, you know, at Engage, you're kind of going from seven o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the morning if you want to.
0: (laughs) And we're going to get back to that here at the end of this episode. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I had to learn how to manage my energy. And when it was okay to continue to push myself to get out there and networking, attend this next session or attend this next party or what have you. And when I needed to take time for myself to sort of recharge my batteries. And I would say that that's something that business owners could you know, certainly apply to a networking situation, but even more so to their business. Like right now, everyone I talk to is so exhausted from the wedding world that we've been in for the past few years. And um, I, I can't tell you how many people I talk to who are like, I don't see a vacation or time off on the horizon. And so I would just say like setting boundaries, the importance of like recognizing, first of all, how to recharge your batteries, but setting aside the time for yourself to recharge. And um, I learned that from Engage.
0: Yeah. I, and that that's such a huge takeaway because we do get caught up on that hamster wheel. You and I have even gotten caught up on it when we talk about this with our clients and mm-hmm. not get caught up on the hamster wheel and then we look down and we're trying to figure out where to put our foot in front of us because we have to keep it going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm not kidding. Like you need to pull out a calendar, look at and plug in the dates of when you have events and then plug in what you're going to do to recharge your batteries before the next round. Otherwise, you will quickly get burned out and exhausted and sick and tired and you know, all the other bad things that could happen. So set boundaries.
0: You know, one of the funny memories that I have of my very first engage going back to setting boundaries or not setting boundaries uh, was that I stayed up until almost four o'clock in the morning, the very first night. And yeah, I was imbibing. I had had some, <laughs> some cocktails and I remember waking up at like six forty-five, going, how the hell am I going to pull this off? <laughs> I'm going to be the guy who smells like old fashions (laughs) in the general session.
1: Not old spice. (laughs) No, old old fashions. Old fashions.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was wild. But I did show up. In fact, I remember very specifically the very first session that I missed was not until December of 2018. I had been to you know, I don't know, six engages, maybe seven engages at that point, eight engages, maybe anyways, a lot of engages. And I had never missed a single session because I had felt like I needed to be there. And, and I was saying yes to everything. And what I realized is that I was not setting a good boundary for the things that I really wanted to focus on. And sometimes there were some amazing sessions that I had picked up on, but I had gone right into the next one and hadn't had time to really process it. And so, you know, one of the, Quotes that I love from Greg McEwan in his book Essentialism is you have to say no to the little things so you can say yes to the one big thing. And if you if you have any kind of strategy at a conference, it's really about understanding what is your number one goal and how can you make it so that the things that you're doing and spending your time on are aligning towards that rather than what other people are shooting for or maybe even what you had done in the past. And and I think that's my my first big takeaway is that before you go into any big push on strategy, you need to make sure that you know what your goal is for the, the strategy and the tactics and, and all of it to align. Otherwise, you end up kind of all over the place, not sure where to spend your time, energy, and money. And so with Engage, as you go through and you think about it, you've got to make sure that you know why it is, that you're doing it, what you're going for. It, education, inspiration, uh, networking, a little bit of all of it, whatever it may be. But you've got to know before you go. And then when you go in there, make sure that you are paying attention to that. It's the same thing with your business. There are so many things that we could say yes to in life, so many things we could say yes to with our business. So many new people, so many new places, so many new services. But we have to make sure that we are focused like a laser on the things that are going to advance the goal that we have right now.
1: You know, adding on to what you just said, it's important when you go into a conference like Engage because you are going to hear from so many different industry leaders that you are clear as to what your goals are too, so that the advice that you're getting, you have to kind of filter it through. Is that going to get me to my goal? Hmm. Otherwise, you start following all these different people's advice and you're all over the place and you're no longer focused in this one singular direction you're trying to do what everyone else is doing to rise to the top and they're chasing a different goal yeah. and so you find yourself suddenly off course so i would just Yeah add boy to we that. could have
0: a whole conversation about that because you <laughs> know. know that that is one of the things that uh, that we find with our clients that gets them into trouble is mm-hmm. that they they end up seeing a model they imitate it or mimic it and then they, they find that it doesn't work for them and they don't know why. And really it was that the person who was providing that modeling was working towards a different goal than they had. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's that's something, boy, you got to watch out for. It's yeah, tough.
1: Absolutely. Espe-
0: especially when you see you know celebrities or idols in the industry that are up there, we, we naturally want to follow them, but we forget that they may be going to a different destination than we are. So mm-hmm. it's important to make sure that you, you align those before you get started on that hike.
1: Yeah, that was a little bonus tip for you or bonus takeaway.
0: All right, what's your number two takeaway?
1: So it sounds like it's an opposition to my first one about setting boundaries, but it's the importance of stretching outside of your comfort zone. So Engage provides you lots of opportunities to stretch outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> you, you know, like Sam said, his first Engage, he knew nobody and he had to stretch a lot outside of his comfort zone. I and showed
0: up in a stretch limo.
1: <laughs> you did. That's a story for another day. That's one of your favorite memories, I think. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, you know, truly like, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you have to walk up to people you don't know and try to insert yourself into a conversation uh, you know, you have to, um, you know, mingle at a cocktail party. You have to perhaps wear attire you're not used to wearing. Uh, you, you have know, to put
0: bathing suits on a lot.
1: You have to put bathing suits on a lot. Perhaps you have to. Maybe you're not like a big partier, and suddenly there's a dessert party where there's you know, dance floor and you're not a dancer. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a thousand different ways to stretch yourself and engage. Um, And so, you know, and I would encourage you to, you know, if you're an introvert, like go ahead and push yourself a little harder, stay up a little bit longer or make yourself go to that, you know, small breakout session to have a conversation with the person that makes you a little bit nervous. Like there's so much reward that can come out of those like little, even the pool situations, there can be some really cool stories that come out of, um, of stretching outside of your comfort zone and doing those things, taking that back to your business. It's no different. You know, there are so many opportunities in our businesses to stretch ourselves beyond the norm that you're going to find value in. And so on the one hand, yes, it's important to set boundaries and find ways to recharge, but on the other side, don't play it so safe all the time that you're not afraid to stretch out because there's a lot of reward in that.
0: It's super important to say yes to the things that are in front of you and just kind of go with it. Mm -hmm. And Engage presents a lot of opportunities like that. And they can be really rewarding. You never know what's going to happen. And you just got to kind of roll with it sometimes. Obviously, you don't want to get too far outside of your comfort zone or too far away from what it is that you're there for. But part of what you should be there for is to be open to the unknown.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, one of the things that I have learned over 14 engages is that you've got to be really great at connecting people. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest reasons why people go to engage. And if you can position yourself as a connector at a conference like this, you can meet a lot of really great people and you can have the joy in seeing other people connect in front of you one of the things that I love doing is introducing other people with like a 10 or 15 second kind of hype speech and, and telling the person that I'm introducing them to why it is that they should love them and, and what kind of similarities or or common points of interest or reasons why they should connect and spend time. And then I, then I do it with the other person and I make them wait. I mean, this is like 30 to 60 seconds that I'm introducing people rather than like, Hey, Bill, this is Tom, Tom, this is Bill. I think you guys are going to be great together. It's instead I'm giving the background and the story and my experience with them and how they help their clients or how they help other people. And then I'm introducing them. So I found that that works not just at engage, but it works really well, even through email, which is something that I've kind of made a thing about over the last several years is introducing people that I know will go really well together and copying them on the email and then ending with, I hope something amazing comes from this connection. And I get so many thank yous from people who say not just thank you for the introduction, but thank you for really warming the other person up and making it easy for us to start the conversation. So getting good at connecting people and doing it as often as you can, whether it's at Engage or at your keyboard, you can make a career out of it and it will certainly help advance yours.
1: You know, there. I was just thinking as you were talking, there are so many cool collaborations that you have helped come together, you know, really incredible events that have taken place with, you know, clients and frienders and, you know, that you have been able to make happen and it's just really cool to see. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it's I been it's it's one of the things that makes me happiest. I love hosting, mm-hmm. whether it's hosting retreats or hosting dinner parties or hosting family holidays or hosting connections. It, it brings me so much joy to see two people or more come together and recognize we have something in common and we can have fun together.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, what's your third and final big takeaway that you've been able to apply to businesses?
1: The third and final takeaway, although there's not final, there's so many more, but it's the fact that you're already ready. There are so many people who ask me, am I ready to attend Engage? Am I ready to take that next step? Do you think this is right for me? I'm not that far along in my career, or I have been in my career for a while, but I haven't yet up leveled to luxury. And, you know, my message would be yes, you are ready. You're actually, actually, the idea is you're never going to be ready until you go. And then just the being in it makes you ready. And it's no different with your business. I think so many people, they get like, completely paralyzed by perfectionism and wanting to have your website perfect before you let anybody look at your website, you know, your sales collateral perfect before you send it out to anybody, the email perfect before you send it off to a couple to read. Um, You know, I can go on and on and on. And the idea is, is that like, sometimes you just have to go, right? You just have to go and you will become ready. The the, the readiness comes in the doing.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people who ask me if they're ready to, to go to engage or you know, what's it like in the luxury world? And and if I know them and I know they're already in luxury, which is most, most of the time the case, then I'm like, you're already in luxury. <laughs> You've been in there for a while. right? You know, what you're talking about is probably ultra luxury when you're talking about, you know, quarter million dollars and up budgets for weddings. But, you know, many photographers, if you're charging five, six, seven thousand, you're probably dealing with $100,000 budgets. And technically speaking, that's luxury. I don't know, with inflation, it might be a little bit different these days, but it's pretty close. And I think that's to your point that there's this era of of uh, exclusivity and far-offedness when it comes to approachability in the luxury wedding community. And I can assure you right now, if you think that you could attend or if it appeals to you for your business growth, you probably are ready to attend Engage, at least as far as the qualifications go. Absolutely. There's no minimum requirement. You just have to be willing and open and able to participate in a way that's going to give you the information that you're looking for. And it may confirm that you know what? This isn't the world I want to go into, and that's okay too. But you won't know until you get there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Here's my third and final takeaway, and and I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Katie for a loop here because I'm changing. We had listed out some bullet points that we're looking at here. I had put find your people, and I think that that's important. But I'm gonna change it to on the fly. I'm gonna change it to talk in terms of the other person's interests. And, and if you recognize that line, that is straight out of Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up is because we spend so much time at conferences and workshops and summits and networking events trying to shine. Like we're tap dancing on stage for everybody to look at us and go, wow, that's a great person that I could refer. But It's actually the opposite. The person who ends up talking about themselves most of the time is the one that doesn't really connect with, in genuine ways, the people who they're engaging with. And one of the things that you can do when you're at a networking event is you can engage through asking questions and really learning and getting curious about the other people who are around you and what they do and how they help their clients and who they work with and why they do what they do. And when you go in with that curious mindset, that learning mindset, I find that there's a lot more genuine connectivity with you and the other people. And the reason why I think this is so important is not just for engage, especially for you introverts, this is a great takeaway for you is to be curious and ask questions. You don't have to be on stage tap dancing, you can just ask questions and interview people. But you can do that with your business too. In fact, you should do that with your business because if you apply that being on stage tap dancing approach to how you interact with your clients, you're going to find that you're not going to book as much business as if you got curious about them and what's important to them and what their story is and what their needs are and and what they want for an outcome. When you know those things and you get the other person talking in terms of what's interesting to them or what's most important to them, not only do you understand it, but you help kind of solidify it for them and they know that you care. And and more than anything, that's gonna form that connection. People wanna feel seen. They want to feel heard, understood, important. And you can do that by asking questions and engaging through the answers. All right, so that's my third big takeaway. Now we're gonna do a little bit of a lightning round. And the idea of a lightning round came from an engage when we were having a lightning round at the dinner table. Do you remember this back Mm -hmm. in in 2017 in Mm Nazook? So I'm gonna ask you for some top tips that you would share for people who are going to engage so that they can have a better experience. What's one of the top tips that you found that's really important?
1: Leave room in your suitcase. <laughs> so engage no joke, is y'all. There known, is so
0: much stuff that yeah. you take back with you.
1: Engage is known for its incredible gifting. And it is not a lie. It is real. And you will come back with some incredible things. Um, uh, Vanessa and her team from two paper dolls, they tend to source like really cool things from wherever we're going and, or wherever the engage is being held. And, um, it's, it's awesome and you're going to want to keep it all. And then in addition to that, there's often books given and, I mean, we've gotten watercolor sets and I mean, I I can't tell you all sorts of things. I mean, our
0: kids love so much of the stuff (laughs) we bring home.
1: (laughs) So either pack an extra carry on or leave room in your suitcase.
0: Okay. What's another top tip?
1: Stay hydrated. Every chance you get to grab a water bottle, grab one. Uh, There is going to be lots of opportunities to drink things other than water, and so when you do have the chance to drink water, I highly recommend it.
0: Especially when you are at altitude, like the Bachelor Gulch in twenty fourteen. You weren't there, but boy oh boy, or Banff Mm -hmm. when we were at you know four or five thousand feet. There was a lot of altitude that was that was something to navigate. But when it's hot, right? It's hot, yeah, Yeah. for sure. All right, what's the other top tip you got?
1: Um, Another top tip would be to save room in your calendar for when you return. I think after any conference, frankly, you come home and it's like right back to the races and you end up closing up the notebook that you took your notes on or in and you set it on the shelf and it collects dust and you don't open it again until the next time you're about to go to that conference. And you're like, oh yeah, what did I learn last time? But if you can reserve some time in your calendar to sort of download the information and regroup and figure out how you're going to apply it and then schedule some time in your calendar for application. I think you'll get a lot more out of the you know, information that you learn at the conference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that goes back to the name of our company, ID Action. It's the ideas put into action mm-hmm. that will actually help achieve success for your business. Ideas alone are nothing but daydreams. Yeah. All right, what's your last top tip in the lightning round?
1: Pay attention to the people that are paying attention to you. And what I mean by that is, especially at a conference like Engage, so many people are clamoring to chat with the 1% 1% planners, you know, the planners that are like working with eight people a year at, with million dollar budgets. The Lynn's,
0: yeah, the, Bryans, the Mindy's,
1: you know, the, the people Ed's. that are known by one <laughs> one name, the Madonnas of the industry, you know, and they're amazing. And yes, I 1000% think you should go and have conversations with them. But the people that you are likely going to get business from and get a chance to work with are the people that are sitting to your right and your left in the audience. And so don't discount them don't discount the conversation or look over their shoulder when you're talking to them in the hopes of kind of clamoring to get to the bigger and better
0: yeah you know it's interesting that you say that i remember one engaged general session i was sitting in the front row second row and there was somebody on stage that i had always wanted to work with and i was thinking okay how can i how can i end up working with them in some capacity and ironically what ended up happening is that we ended up having interactions I did with three different people who were to my left, to my right and behind me as requested by the speakers of like, turn to the person to your left or turn to the other person. And we had these, these connections and all three ended up becoming clients because Mm -hmm. I was so focused on the connection that I had with them and having the conversation with them. That I was able to give them that, that inspiration, that spark, that then led to another conversation, that led to another conversation, that led to us working together, that led to their businesses growing and, and achieving wild success. And I think that's probably my top tip that I can offer is to pay attention to what is right in front of you Mm -hmm. and say yes to the things that are right in front of you. Don't think about what could be next or next or what happened in the past. Focus on being present and in the moment and say yes and find out what can happen next. Another tip that I have, uh, and this is, (laughs) I'm going to give you some kind of important, but non-business oriented tips. Number one, before you go to the gala, make sure that you have some food in your belly because oftentimes you have cocktails and then there's, you know, the sitting down for dinner and everybody's taking photos. It could be, you know, two, three, four hours before you, between when you leave your hotel room and when you end up actually getting some food, uh, the the food, when you get it is amazing, but oftentimes you end up eating around eight or nine rather than six or seven. And so you want to make sure you have some food in your belly. My second Part of that is before you leave the gala, pre-order chicken tenders from room service. (laughs) (laughs) This this is a classic Sam move and and Katie giggles, but boy, she's thankful when we get back to the hotel room because after you have danced your faces off and had fun and drank a lot of alcohol, you want to make sure that you've got some... (laughs) second dinner in your room waiting for you and the room service people get hit hard by everybody else from the gala leaving so pre-order that stuff
1: i don't know if i should tell you guys this or not but sam has fallen asleep waiting for the chicken tenders on occasion to arrive. <laughs>
0: That's why I pre-order it now so that it's there waiting for me or shortly after I get in. It's amazing this way. Don't pull the rookie move and fall asleep <laughs> waiting for room service to get there. All right. My my, uh, my last couple of things have to do with the bartenders. Number one, make sure you make friends with the bartenders because there's a lot of people clamoring to get a drink at after parties or or pre-parties. And you should go in and throw 50, 100, in a tip to the main bartender in the main bar and let him know that- Early when, in the day. Early in the day, early in the conference and just ra- that, let him know when you raise your hand that you are ready for another one. And and it works every single time. it will, <laughs> this, is and, how, and it will impress this is secretly
1: friends. how Sam hooked me. <laughs> I did, I
0: did. Because not only did my old boss give me the permission to go, but he actually gave me the company credit card and he's like, wine and dine them. So I just put the card down and when I raised my hand, a whole other bottle of Pinot Grigio came over <laughs> <laughs> and Katie was like, "This guy's magical." <laughs> every, every time I just think about a Pinot Grigio, he's got one in a bottle waiting for me. Oh my gosh! All right, my 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 last top tip here, and then we'll sign off is that nothing good happens after midnight.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, maybe eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lots of good things happen, but you can't talk about them on podcasts.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I, kid. And I'm also somewhat serious. Um, and this kind of goes back to finding your people. You will find that there is temptation to stay up very, very late. And you can. You can stay up late. Like I said, my very first night and my very first engage, I was up until 4 o'clock in the morning. But... I think what you'll find is that there's two groups of people who attend Engage: those who stay up late and party and have a great time, and that's awesome. If you're one of those people, amazing. But if you're not, that's okay too, because there's also the breakfast crew, and and the breakfast crew is up at six doing yoga, working out in the gym, hitting you know their green smoothies and their egg white omelets at seven o'clock afterwards. And over the course of the last eight nine years, as I've moved into you know different phases of my life. I have gone from staying up till four in the morning to getting up at five at Engage and doing my routine and meeting people in the gym and at breakfast and at yoga and during meditations. And some of those people have been really great for my life and for my business. So just know that if you're not a night owl, it's okay. Don't feel like you have to stay up. And even if you are, stay up, but you don't have to say yes to that last drink because you probably don't need it.
1: Got that right there is some good advice.
0: Yeah, grab some of that water that Katie was talking about <laughs> yeah. earlier. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, clearly, Katie and I are big fans of Engage. Uh, no, this is not a sponsored episode. <laughs> uh, Kath and Rebecca, if you're listening to this, we love you. We thank you so much for everything that you have done, not just for us and for our families, but for bringing the Engage uh, community together, the luxury wedding community together. Uh, It's a really special place to be. We're always happy and and lucky to be a part of it. Um, If you are listening to this and you are interested in learning more about Engage, we encourage you to obviously visit social media and their website. Uh, I think it's Uh, EngageSummits.com. Reach out and talk to other people who have attended to get their perspective. And if you want some more insight or information or perspective from me or Katie, please uh, reach out. You can DM us on Instagram at IDActionConsulting. And we'd be happy to give you some more more tips and, and perspective. Boom. That's it for this episode on Own Your Business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know I have a hard time keeping it short, but I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we'd settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through.